Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today, the man who is thoughts become things, Neo-Positivity. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And our friend Debbie G is not joining us today, but she's got a really good reason for that today, because Neo and I were both uh, surprised and pleased to learn that she's engaged. She's engaged to be married, Neo. I mean, how about that? That is so cool. That's amazing. You know, I wouldn't, I didn't know, you know, anything was in the works. So to hear that, I'm like, wow, you know, that's that, you know, manifesting at its height, you know. Well, well it is in more than one way. And the reason I say that is I didn't know this was going to happen either. But about, I'm going to say two to three months ago, something like that. There was a Friday where you couldn't make it. It was just me and Debbie. And at the end of the show, we did like an after show kind of a talk that sometimes we do. And during that that after talk, I was talking about some of the things that go on in Louise's and my relationship and uh, how I've really come to rely on her and she on me. And we've just had this really great relationship since we first met. Uh, and Debbie made an interesting comment. She says, I want a Louise. And I said, well, you can have a Louise. You just have to put it out there. <laughs> And, and so she said, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put it out there. And what happens? She meets Joe Slager, who is one of our listeners. He's also a Taya boot camper and really good guy from everything that I, I know about him. I, I've been friended with him for a short time, so I don't know a whole lot about him, but he seems like a really good guy. And Debbie just got her wish. That's I mean, cool. how cool is that? I mean, it'd be really messed up if it wasn't him, but I get what you're saying, what you're saying. <laughs> I, I, how would I know who it was going to be? All I said was, you know, put. It, apparently he matches Louise. Is all I can tell you, you know. No, no. Are you one hundred percent that he's the one who proposed to her? Oh yeah. Oh, I was going to say because if it's not him. Oh no, no, no! I know it's Joe. I know it's Joe. Yeah. In fact, I sent him congratulations too. Nice, dude. That's yeah. amazing. That is amazing. And that, that's the first time in a while where I've known both sides of the couple. That's pretty cool manifesting marriage is one of the most sought after things that, you know, people go for. You know? We've got two of them here on the show. I don't know if you know that Thursday, Alex King, she's engaged and she's going to be married um, two weeks from today. Nice. are going to the wedding. Yeah. It's in the air. It's in the air. Did you get a chance to hear when Debbie's going to do hers? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I, I suspect they probably haven't even figured it out yet because the engagement happened last night. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's brand new, and of course she and he are off uh, celebrating and you know, just enjoying the fact that uh, they are now getting hundreds and hundreds of likes and loves from their friends and so forth on social media. And if there's anybody who really deserves it, it's Debbie. Let's be honest; she has been through a trip and a half in the last ten years of her life or so, and this is a wonderful combination for her. So, yeah, mucho, mucho congratulations going out to Debbie. She earned it. She did. Definitely she really did. And, now, and that's not the only news we got going on, because you got some news, too. Talk about what's going on with you. Oh, man. it's <laughs> I wanted to post this link for everybody. The the craziest thing happened. We were talking about the, I think last week we were talking about my neighbor across the street and me seeing him as not even knowing who I was, where I should be seeing him as a, a fan at the very mm -hmm. least. Um, so fast forward, um, in this this conference I'm going to be in next next week, this competition, Smiles at Sea is holding a competition called Dentistry's Got Talent. And I'm going to be in this competition. And, um, and there was my talk. <laughs> barking. 
But anyway, um, out of all of the speakers, because there's 50 of us, out of all of the speakers, the speaker that brings in the most signups uh, gets an iPad. Uh-huh. And me falling into old me behaviors, like my neighbor across the street with the window doesn't even know I exist, mm-hmm. um, I kind of like ex- X that out of my realm because I'm like, you know, it's hard enough trying to get people to sign up for the summit, let alone something involving that has dentistry <laughs> in a title. I don't know any like dentistry type people except for, you know, these, these, uh, this crew that I've been, you know, seeing with this year. And never mind that it's as easy to manifest a button as it is a castle. We always forget that part. It just seems like the button is darn easy. So next thing you know, so the competition, I already have an iPad. I got a couple of them. So mm-hmm. I don't need an iPad. So the, the speaker who has the most people that sign up to see them speak gets an iPad. I already have iPads, and it's hard enough trying to get people to sign up for the summit, let alone something else. So with those two things being the foundation of every thought uh, that I have mm-hmm. about this subject, um, I had to switch it up. I had to switch it up. And so, and it only took once. It was just one time I was like, no, don't be like that. We were just talking about this last week. Don't be like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I ran a beautiful scenario and no lie. The next day I get a phone call, a text message and a picture uh, saying basically that I should start to promote it more, get more okay. signups. And I'm like, well, of course they're going to do that. They want more signups. Well, of course. Yes. The convention wants more signups. Of course they're sure. going to send it to everybody. But then they say, yeah, just make a, a real final push for the end. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what you're saying to everybody. <laughs> that's, right? what I, that's what I would do, you know. You of course, everybody. yes. Right. Then it says I'm in second place. Ooh. They said, yeah, Ooh. you. So they're like, yo, you really need to make a push. If you. <laughs> and I'm like, and you know what? It was just, it was a beautiful thing. It was, it lit a fire underneath me. And um, I've been on cloud nine ever since because uh, the prospect of what the next 60, 30 to 60 day holds is just insane. So the link I'll, I'll post it up in uh, in here somewhere in a second in the in the chats. I'll put it up as, as a banner, too, so anybody watching the video can see it. Yeah, because I still have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put it in the chat. I, I think I have it on my clipboard. Let me see if I got it here. I can put it into the chat. Yeah, here we go. Nice, thank you. Yeah, no, because I, I got, I just, it's on my phone everywhere. And so now I, I'm like, well, how do I get off my computer? So I just sent a <laughs> Debbie in Facebook chat. So I'm like, all right, let me get over there and grab it. Uh, technology. So, of course, uh, li- podcast listeners can't see all this. So uh, if you want to just enter the address, it's smiles at com forward slash Neil Positivity. Oh yeah, just go there. You don't even gotta come. I want you to come, but you don't even gotta show up. Just sign up, you know, get the sign. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man who doesn't need the iPad but wants it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was I'm actually thinking about giving the iPad away somewhere on one of like the uh summits channel, like oh, you know, right. and, and just call, you know, name them like a, a sponsor of that. And uh so I was thinking about shit different how many people do different shares or mm-hmm. likes or how do you add all that up? You know, once I figure out a way to calculate that across the board everywhere and actually come up with a winner, that's actually what I want to do with it. Very cool. So that's Very be cool. Be, that'll be uh, two weeks from now because I'll be there next week and the week after that. And then I'll be back after that. So, and it's going to be insane. Four story yacht, DJ on each floor, me, 
trying to keep enough battery to live stream as much of it as I can. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what's going to be happening. Uh, not this Sunday right here, but next Sunday. Uh, right, and, right and let's, let's let's talk exactly about you know what is this thing? I mean, we we said what the URL is smiles at live.com forward slash neopositivity. But what is this about? It is uh, basically I, I didn't know this. So I'll give you a quick rundown. Uh, look, my alarm for this is going off again. <laughs> um, so basically, in order to be a doctor or a dentist or whatever you know kind of doctor, you need to get these CEs, continued education courses. You need like whatever fifty credits a year. Right. And so what my boy Elijah Desmond did was he put all the, you know, uh, basically instructors in one cruise ship mm. and made a cruise for everybody, you know, all the dentists to come and just okay. so during the daytime. You're getting, I'm turning all this damn noise. During the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like everybody wants to call me now. All of a sudden, I hit play or, record, or stream. Well, I, actually, they're, they're all calling because you're in the vibrational space of wanting to get more and more people to sign up. And so now all of a sudden, people are contacting you. Sign up. Ah. So, yeah, he, he, he puts all these instructors on a cruise. He brings all the dentists and their family on a cruise. And you take your classes during the day. And every night, he has some kind of party. Black tie, poker night, uh-huh. a whitening ball. Um, oh. There's a pool party. And the last day is the um, yacht. It's a mm. four-story yacht. And so they, it, during this, while they're, you know, one of the things that they have, they have comedy shows, all kind of stuff. Like, it's literally like a summer camp for grown-ups. Wow. Like, you leave there with that memory, like, that, that you know, if you've ever been to camp or anything, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, parents that you'll never forget. So... He, he, that's how Elijah likes to set it up. And since COVID, they started doing them on land because of boats and whatever. So this one, the last one I went to in April and I spoke at, and this one is, uh, last one was in Miami. This one's going to be in Hollywood. And during there, they have competitions. Um, they have dental shark, uh, dental tank, which is like shark tank. Uh, they got dentistry's got talent, which is what I'm going to be in. It's a bunch of people, uh, telling the uh, stories, nobody like juggling and stuff like that. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah so that's the competition you know that i'm gonna be in and it's just gonna be dope because it's gonna be me sitting down with 50 or 60 different sponsors and just sitting in front of them with this shirt talking to them about the law of attraction and then seeing where their mind goes where we can take this next and you know it's, it's just gonna be a dope thing that's fun when, when you do something like that particularly if it's a live audience that's fun Yes, and last year they had sixty-eight thousand people watching live, and and the, the room—it's the, you know, the whole bottom of a hotel, like kind of. So it's like the room is packed with people. There's cameras everywhere. It's it's insane, but um, it's you know, to somebody who's like me, I just feel comfortable up there. So it's just like, yo, I, I can't wait. Like people are like, I want more time. Da, da, da. I'm like, yo, I wish this was tomorrow. I wish I went on stage either tonight, like in the next five minutes, I guess. That's how I live off of, you know, this. Uh, well, it's an adrenaline rush. Yeah, it's it's a lot of things, man. But I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I got my, I'm doing a 10-minute speech on the 14th at 2.30. Okay. That's the first round. The mm-hmm. finals is going to be a five-minute speech, and then they're going to announce the winner, and they got this big belt, like real heavyweight title belt. And it's a real belt. It's, really? Thousand-dollar belts. Uh, maybe even more, I think. You know, that good material, heavy. So, yeah, they give one out every year. And um, whoever wins it comes back and hosts it. 
from next year. So guy, Jeff Booski, he was, um, I, I believe you met Jeff. Uh, you guys spoke at, the, at one of the summits together. Um, right after the last one, the last convention they had, dental convention was in April. And then I had my summit. I had all the dentists, top dentists from there were all at my summit that month. Right, right. And, yeah. uh, Jeff was there. He's one of the guys. He's he's who won the competition last year. So he's going to be um, hosting it this year. So it's just, dude, it's going to be an awesome time. You know, time full of opportunities and stuff I've never done before. So let's go. This is the month for big summits too, isn't it? I think so. I think so. I mean, because I I know um, Selena Dorsey Valentine's got hers coming up at the end of October. Yeah. Yeah. I actually make, I think that's going to start November 1st. Oh, is it? I, I, I thought it was the last few days of October, but okay. It could be, it could be. I know she was playing with the idea, but last time I spoke with her, it seemed like it was, she was going to air it. Like, because it's pre-recorded. Right. Uh, she was going to be recording the last week of October and airing it the 1st through the 5th or something like that. I don't know. Well, I, I didn't waste any time. I got the invite, so I, I've already signed up for my, my pre-recording session with her, so that's going to be cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. soon as I got mine, I did, it, I did that, knocked that out. And then my summit is going to be November 20th. And uh, I got, you know, always upgrading the cast, always upgrading the lineup. That's going to be awesome. Um, that's going to be on Zoom. Hopefully it'll be funded by. Uh, hopefully it'll be something special, something big, something crazy. That's what I, I like. can feel it happening. I can feel that vibration. <laughs> I don't know and where you're... it's gonna take me. I don't know where it's gonna take me, but I know I'm gonna end up in a series of meetings that end up with an all-star cast and all-star lineup with all-star equipment and all-star energy, and it's just gonna be everything that I always wanted this summit to be. You know, that is a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. You know, you were talking a moment ago about how easy it is for getting to that mind space where you start doubting, oh, I can't get that. That's too far out of reach. It's too big. I got to keep my dream small and so forth. And then you stop yourself, which, of course, a real master does, stops himself, says, oh, no, 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 no. Turn this vibration around right now. And you did. You took the steps and you're already seeing some of the results out of that. I had a similar experience this this week. I, I've been in a a kind of a an uncomfortable space lately. Um, listeners know that I've got this project going on, creating this new thing for Facebook groups. And I, I uh, hired a developer. This is like the third developer that I hired. Um, but this guy is better than the others for sure. And he's in the middle of creating what they call an SAAS website, a software as a service website that basically takes what we created as a proof of concept through the earlier developers and takes it to a space where it becomes like, a, oh, I don't know, um, what would be something that, that people would recognize? Anybody who does uh, business marketing maybe knows what a Hootsuite is. Hootsuite would be an example. Yeah, yeah I used to use them, yeah. Yeah, um, and there are a lot of them out there like that. Well, that's what this is going to be as well. And as I'm waiting for him to do his stuff, and he's making progress, he gives me regular reports and so forth, I also have somebody else I've hired to um, start building up the um, the content creation that helps bring the audience in for this thing. And she's now, um, she's been working for like uh, two weeks on it now. So she's starting to do her stuff. And I'm in a space where I'm, I, I, I talked about just the other day, what do I do next? And I started to freak out about that because I'm a doer. So many of us are doers in life, right? You know, particularly if we, can, if we come to the law of attraction later on, you know, we just had a whole lifetime where we just felt like we had to do everything in order to get stuff done. Yeah. And now, now all of a sudden there was nothing to do. And I started to get uncomfortable. Yeah. I should be doing something, right? 
it took me a while to really shake loose from that saying, no, I don't have to do anything. This, this is a time to be. And immediately the other part of my brain was saying, no, it's not. Come on, get up. <laughs> do something. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right back in action. That's right. Yeah. And I had to keep calm. I'm still working on it. I've got it fairly calm now, but it, it, it just wants to keep cropping up and saying, you know, oh, you, you, you should be sitting there. There's things to be done. Come on. And I turned to it and I said, there's nothing to be done. We have to wait. Yo, you but make me I'm think- not a waiter. Come on. You got to do something right now. <laughs> you make me think of like, you know, the cartoons or whatever, where the devil to the devil and a yes. devil on their yes. shoulders. But we're, the angel is not there. That's right. It, it's it's the it's, it's just the devil's annoying beating voice, and then it's you being the angel, like stop, right. stop. <laughs> I'm just like, give me a couple minutes. <laughs> being yeah. your angel. Yeah. So yeah, so now I just picture just it's just there, just by itself. <laughs> I mean, like they're like this, hey, hey, and it's like every time someone says something to me, or every time I say something to myself, it's immediately tapping me. Hey, sharing its opinion on what just mm-hmm. what information just came to me. And it's like, yo, come on. Well, I'm also trying to remember too, because um, I've had a number of, of uh, co-hosts and guests on the show remind me of this idea. And I, I've been trying to apply it. The idea that that we call it, we're calling it the devil figure, but it's really not. It's, it's the self trying to protect me That's in the, the way ego. that it has always protected me. It's, it's the ego. Doing yeah. its job, you know? It's just doing its job. And, and so I'm trying to remember to say, thank you, ego. You can't you. Hate on it. You can't hate on it. It's doing it will yeah. think about it like this. I said this before. It will also do its job vice versa. Sure. If, if you say there's not a million dollars on the floor right in front of me, the ego's gonna step in and say, But there could be. <laughs> there could be. <laughs> so I if, love it's, that. if it's just a reactive force that's kind of um combating whatever thought we have, it's really our fault for hitting it with all these with all those, you know, the wrong thoughts. Yeah. Beating yeah. it up. Beating ourselves up is what we're really doing when we do that. Putting up, putting the onus back on us. Mm-hmm. That's completely our fault. We can't, be, we can't even be mad at the ego. Let's use it. It's going to do what it does because it's part of us. That's it. We're not going to be able to change that. Let's use it to our advantage. It's funny. I had a conversation. I got my hair cut this week, and I had a conversation with the barber um, while he was cutting my hair. And he made a comment to me about how, what was it? Oh, it was about... Um, um, COVID and masks and stuff. Where he says, I, I wish everybody would just go get the vaccine. That way we wouldn't have to wear masks anymore. And, and without even thinking about it, I immediately responded, you know, I don't think about that anymore. I, I just don't pay any attention to that. And he said, why? I said, because blaming doesn't help. And I found myself doing like this little soliloquy on why blame is totally useless and actually counterproductive in my life. And he was listening and he was you know, he was actually feeding into some of the things that I said and so forth. And I just kept coming back to it over and over again, saying, I, I have banned uh, blame for my life. I have no interest in blaming anyone or anything, not even myself. I'm not interested in blame anymore because all it does is come back and haunt me every time that I blame something, someone, me, whatever. And it really caught his attention. If you want to throw this in there, because this is what got me around that hump. It's the oneness. For me to blame you is for me to blame me. That's pointless. Let's move. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. And when I and I, I and I have to hit myself like that in the face for it to really stick, <laughs> really make me let go. And that's been one of the greatest things I, that I've ever implemented. And it was it surprisingly easy to implement mm-hmm. because it just makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. You know, just like, you know, when you say, like, if I say I'm one, you know, I'm one with God and I'm like, I wouldn't do that to me. Like thinking about a certain future, a bad mm-hmm. one. It's like, I wouldn't do that to me. So it's not even a possibility. And for That's me, I'll just like, I swept that under the rug. Whereas if you're not using that technique, that might still ache. It might be an affirm- affirmation that you say, but it still aches as soon as the affirmation's over. Whereas mm-hmm. this is a way to completely, you know, and that's how I try to do everything too. I try to reprogram my brain so it's as easy as possible for it to do it on autopilot yeah. so I can get on with being life, you know. And that is the skill, by the way. That's the skill. Anytime that anybody wants to do something to remove a block or be able to attract what they're looking to attract or overcome a, a, a low vibe space that they're in or whatever, that's really what they're trying to do, what you just described. They're trying to find a way to reprogram their minds. And you just described a really good way of doing it. There's a, there's a bunch of ins and outs, and they all involve work. <laughs> to an extent. The work, yeah. no the work no one wants to put in, you know, and, and I've, I've, I've gotten increasingly good at repetition and it was because I thanked the universe for, and God for, you know, me being good at repetition. I used my cheat code, mm-hmm. but I've, I've gotten really good at remembering to do my affirmations and stuff like that. And it's just, it's different. I, I, I guess it's because it's more, because it's, if you were look at every second of my day, the gaps in between me saying something extremely positive way less yes therefore it stands out more like maybe like if you're looking at a ruler and you got the the quarter inch that stands out more it's like it's it's like kind of like that and um it's just a different experience it's a different way of being but that's the work that i'm talking about well you know what happens i think i think over time as we do work of various kinds on ourselves it has a cumulative effect and that cumulative effect shows up as us just kind of by default falling into the places we want to be. Whereas the old default was to get into those negative mindsets, the mindsets that we didn't like, that we didn't feel good about. By doing the work, we end up in that better feeling mindset a lot more often. And it's, it's like a momentum shift that's going on. The momentum used to be in a direction we didn't like. Now it's in a momentum direction that we're liking better and better over time. And sure enough, it shows up in our experience so that I mean, I've actually gotten to the point now where I don't even worry about whether I did affirmations today because I have so much of my day where I am redirecting myself. It's almost kind of pointless to actually specify a particular time to do affirmations now because I'm I'm doing stuff throughout the day to get myself in the right alignment. So who cares if I didn't start the day that way? Um, now, there there is benefit to starting your day um, with, with some sort of a positive for sure. Um, I just don't get all been out of shape if I miss it on a particular day now. Because, and you shouldn't. Yeah, there's so many times during the day when I'm actually hitting it. I mean, plus that was what was meant to happen. What's the point in getting mad at that? Right, right. Like that's it, just like, once again, that's like me, if I believe I'm one with God and I created this plan, I created all this as I'm going, for me to be mad at that is for me to be bad at myself. Pointless, I'm not going to do that. You know, yeah, and that, that right, that right there was part of me. That was a huge part of me releasing things too. Like that was, that was the big one. It was like, once I realized the oneness, you know, and I really thought about it. I was like, oneness, oneness means no separation. That's not what I was taught. You know, I was taught smite thee and thou who art goeth, you know? <laughs> um, so it's like, it, it, it's, 
it's a different world. I guess it's how oh, you right. take, how you view things and how you see things and 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 how you implement them into your life. Boom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt about that. It is a very different world. It's a very different kind of experience. It's a hard experience sometimes to explain to somebody who doesn't know about it. Certainly hard to explain to somebody who's still in a victim mindset, which is probably, you know, 80, 90% of the population. Um, it, and as a result, not only is it hard to explain, but once you actually get there for some period of time, it's hard to explain to yourself. Like, you know, there's a difference. Like, you don't have to, it's not like somebody has to take a, a poll of you to find out, oh, do you experience that difference in your in your life now, Well, No, 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 you know, you know for sure. But trying to explain it, trying to describe it, that's where it gets a little bit tricky sometimes. So. You know, it's crazy. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing next week. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's, it's 10 minutes by the law of attraction, and I know that I can't just go into it assuming everyone knows. I got I to gotta start from scratch. That way, if someone's never even heard the words before, they can follow me through that whole, you know, 10 minutes. So, but it's a, it's, it's a pleasure, man. It's something I've been doing for a while and I've been trying to perfect each and every mm -hmm. chance I get, each and every person I listen to. Um, definitely a work in progress. I don't think I'll, I don't think me or anyone will ever have it all down pat. Everything, mm -hmm. nah, cause it's just too much. It's too well, much. You, you probably are like me. You probably like me in that you try different things. Because I find myself doing that a lot. You know, I, I try this, I try that, I, I modify, you know, okay, do this a little bit differently. Try this different approach that I haven't tried before. Intermix it with what I did before, you know, combine them. Where do they fit? Where do they don't fit? You know, what can I describe that has nothing to do with anything woo-woo, but actually talks about the woo-woo without calling it woo-woo. I mean, all kinds of little things like that. I came up with this plan every five minutes. I, I, I was like, first of all, I was like, how many affirmations great ones do I really want to key in on throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So I started to write them out. I started to find them all, copy and paste them from different documents, da 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 And because um, I, I was going to do one every 15 minutes. And have, and have them, I was going to do it. I was going to put it on the paper for every 15 minutes. So that let's say I came to this page, I looked at the clock and it was 3.15. And I went to this page at 3.15 and I did 3.15's affirmation. Got it. Okay. So that's how I had it laid out. And I ended up putting so many that I was like going every 10 minutes, every five minutes. This <laughs> <laughs> is actually it right here. The high, the ones are highlighted. Wow. But this is every, like, right now it's 428. I hope it's not an embarrassing one. Oh, thank you, life, is my nice. 430. I, what I do is I see life in general as a, as a being. And I'm just like, thank you, like... Like, yeah, it's, it's nice right now, you know? And it's just like a genuine thank you, you know? And it's real humbling and you feel something in you. And that right there, you know, obviously manifests the future where I'm, I'm feeling that gracious again. Um, so that was that. It's a really cool exercise, but you gotta, you'd got you have to carry that paper with you. And depending on what time of day, you might get the same ones. I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to perfect it, but um, I definitely like having it here on my desk. Because anytime I do see a clock or a time in this room, I go right to that paper, you know, and I choose one. Um, the, the, the big problem with that is the main ones I would need at this point in my life versus last week or two weeks ago or 10 months ago, the ones I need always change and right. I might not be getting them every day. Mm -hmm. so that's the only bad part about this one. But in the spirit of getting better, it's a start, you know. I'm always looking for that next mental exercise that's really going to hit home for me 
format wise that I'm not going to get tired of. And after two days, I don't do it anymore. Like something like that. It's funny that you're describing that because what you're describing is a process that you've worked out in advance. You actually have those, you know, like a script sort of, you have a, a, a menu of things that you're going to follow. Oh, I'm going to do this at this time and so on and so forth. And that's a great approach. I know for myself, I've never really liked pre-programmed stuff. I, I've tried to set it up and I, I would give up on it instantly because it just didn't resonate at all. It didn't feel right to me. Yeah. So I work on, I think it's actually the harder way to do it, but it's the one that I like the best. And that is I take my temperature, my, my vibrational temperature periodically throughout the day. And I ask myself, is this where I want to be? And often it's not. And if it's not, then I ask myself that thousand dollar question. Okay. What are you willing to do in order to raise it? And that's the harder way to do it. Cause I don't have a pre-programmed answer to that. No. I don't have like a list of things written out. So I actually have to come up with something on the spot. And sometimes <laughs> that's a real challenge. But you know what? There's also a nice flip side to it. By doing it that way, I'm, it's, it's kind of like going to the gym. I'm, I'm, I'm exercising a muscle, right? And the more that I exercise, I actually get better at it over time. I get better at just pulling something out of thin air that I didn't have 10 seconds before. So you said, so I'm not, what is it you want right now? And what is it you're willing to do for it? Or, or even just where do you want to be right now vibrationally? If I don't necessarily have a particular want right now, what can I actually identify in terms of how I'm feeling? And if I'm not feeling where I want to be, what's it going to take to get me to that place? What's it going to take? Yeah. Write that down. And very often, I don't even want to answer the question. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I just don't like, no, I'm not going there. Forget that. But by I, answer, even just by asking myself the same question over and over again, I still keep coming back to it. And so finally, like, it, it's like the ego says, okay, I give up, come up with something. I'm done. I'm not going to keep fighting you on this. And then I come up with something and I get into a better space. My number one practice right now that I'm really leaning on, you know, and been leaning on for a couple of weeks now heavily um, is the repetition. But it's like, basically, when I do get that wake up, walking down the hallway towards the kitchen, I get, oh, you know, you're not thinking about nothing. And then all of a sudden my body's like, wake up. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, let me do a mental exercise. And so that's that wake up. And so try to manifest as many of those as you can. And so at that moment, what I do is I ask myself, what is it you would rather be thinking right now? Mm -hmm. And it's like, from whatever scenario was just in my mind, in the perfect world, where would my head be at in pertaining to that scenario? Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you're talking about obviously infinite money, power, respect, I guess, because you could just do, you know, just do or be whatever, you know what I mean? Like you own your own island type stuff, uh, which I will own my own island. I'm telling you that now. But I know, believe you. I wouldn't doubt you, actually. You're one person I would definitely not doubt, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> thank you. I greatly appreciate that. Um, what was I saying? You got me with that. <laughs> <laughs> what was I mean before you said I want to own my own island? <laughs> yeah. What was I talking about before? <laughs> you threw me no because two things <laughs> happened yesterday uh, that just uh, – the first one, it was funny. Um, my shaman, I fly with her husband, and we were going to fly yesterday, and she put me in a group chat, <laughs> and I didn't respond because I, I don't want – People know my number, you know what I mean? And um, 
And we were laughing about it yesterday. I went to his house because we were going to go fly. And um, she came out. We were laughing about it. He was like, yo, babe, you can't be giving people his number. He's a celebrity now. You can't just give his number out like that. Mm. And it just got me, man. I was like, yo, I was laughing. But I got that, you know, that feeling like I just got right now. And it was beautiful. And then, like, literally on the way to go fly, I got the phone call that was saying, yo, you're in second place. Oh, wow. Yeah, that push. And I was like, go, oh, that was two in a row. And then, like, you know what I mean? You saying that was like, boom, let's go. Let's keep, let's do this every day, somebody. <laughs> and how approach you, how approach, yeah, how appropriate you're going to go flying and you get the news you're in second place. I mean, yeah, yeah that's like, that's perfect. Well, we didn't fly, unfortunately, but it was the, it was there, <laughs> but, there. but the intention was there. <laughs> yeah, we went all the way out there and the clouds was looking crazy. And listen, I'm a win in doubt type of guy. You know, when in doubt, <laughs> I'm good. Not even going to chance it, especially when I'm dangling from some strings. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was talking about something about um, the confidence, I think, in the, in, in the in the look. Well, while you're trying to pull that up, let me let me go to something that um, something else that I was dealing with and addressing this week, um, because. Like, like I was talking about before, I've been dealing with the software guy and he's making progress and so forth. And I realized that one of the things that was kind of happening is something that's been going on for quite some time. It's been going on for years, I think. Um, it was one of the things that I had in mind when I signed up for the Taya boot camp last, uh, last June. And that is, we often know, we, we often have a pretty good idea of what kind of blocks or resistance points we have. But there are sometimes there are some things we don't know what it is. And I've known for the longest time there was this one really big thing. I have not been able to identify the source of it. I have not been able to identify any roots. One of the things that you do in Thai boot camp is you identify your top three transgressors, which are root transgressors that go back to when you're very, very young. And you can usually uh, attach stuff to it and be like, oh, yeah, okay, that's actually influencing this thing that I did in my teens or this thing that I did yesterday or whatever. And, the, this unnamed one doesn't seem to attach to any of them. So literally it is an unnamed, we'll call it a, a resistance block or a transgressor that I've never been able to figure out what it was, never been able to figure out why it was there, but it, I could just feel that it was there. And in in the boot camp, one of the things that they do is they give you a session with someone who uh, teaches shadow work. And so I did my session with her. And she gave me some really cool ideas and so forth. And one of the things that came up in that was that I have this unknown block that I haven't been able to let go of. And she gave me some good ideas about that. Not a day later, I go into a boot camp meeting and David starts talking about how, you know, we can have these unnamed blocks that we can't identify what they are. And of course, you know, here it is, law of attraction delivering it to me once more again. Yes. And so I start, and in boot camp, in, the, um, in these group meetings, they go around one by one and you give like a little report on where you're at and how you're doing, what you're having trouble with, get some advice, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I reported that I had had this meeting and that I've been looking at this thing. And as I was giving my report, I realized something. I realized that, yes, I can still feel that resistance block. Yes, it's still there. But you know what? It's breaking up. And I can't even tell you how I know that it's breaking up. It's just a feeling. But I can feel that it's breaking up. Like a kidney so, stone. Say again? Like a kidney stone. Yeah, okay. That's not exactly the association I wanted to have, but sure. You know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just getting chipped away at for the better, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it just, it's like it's melting. 
Like it's just it's just breaking up on its own. I was just one, cool. one of my peoples is going through some stuff with kidney stones and made me think of it. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, anybody yeah. who's been through a kidney stone knows how painful they are. So when they go away, it is a big relief. There is no doubt about that. Yeah, and chipping away at them is number one priority all day, every day until it's gone. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You can't think about anything else until it's gone. <sighs> yeah, so yeah. you made me think of that. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, chills. But anyway, <laughs> for the better. How cool, though, the reason I'm bringing this up is we're talking about how you work on stuff. And you work on stuff in a lot of different ways over time, and you start shifting momentum around. And one of the unintended consequences of that, positive one, is that old resistance blocks that you could never identify what they were, they start to break up on their own. This thing could actually go away, and I could never find out what it was all about, and I'd be okay with that. It makes sense. I'd be... I'd be totally okay with that. I mean, I, I, if, if, if making it something that I will never know is part of it going away, I'm on board because I didn't want it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And especially as like some kind of memory that you don't even want to remember. Yeah. No, I'm good. That's so how do you about it? That would be weird because how would you even know? I mean, if it, if it was, if it left, the only way that I can tell you that I know for sure is I have a sensation in my gut. And that sensation is a very physical sensation. And when this thing, whatever it is, is doing its thing, I feel it a lot. Oh. And, and when it's not doing its thing, I feel much more relaxed. And, and that's what I mean when I say that it's breaking up the... The pain, it's not really a pain, it's a discomfort. The discomfort in my gut is happening a lot less, and it's happening for shorter periods of time. So that's how I know it's going away. I still don't know what the cause is, but I don't give a crap. <laughs> Let it go. I'm done with yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, man. I, I, what's, 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 your, uh, what's your time scale on that? Optimistically speaking, of course. Uh, in terms of don't, say, don't say today. <laughs> in terms of when it's going to be gone, is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, soon is all I care about. I mean, there I've been carrying this thing for years, so you know. Yeah. Yesterday isn't soon enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but I, I, by I, the I, same token, the appreciation is where I think it makes a big difference because when I appreciate whatever it was trying to tell me, that that, that was the, the hardest thing for me to come to grips with appreciating something that I didn't know what it was. How do you appreciate something if you don't know what it is? I, I had to just like do it generally like, well, whatever message you're trying to tell me, thank you for the message. I'm sorry that I've not been able to really grasp the message that you're giving me. I can tell you're giving me one. I just not sure what it is. Sorry about that. But I really do appreciate you giving me the message. I mean, trying to go out of that way because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. I like that. I um. I wanted to take this moment to thank my fingers and life. Mm -hmm. um, it really taught me a lesson. You know, you get a cut on your finger, and for the next couple of days, you're like, ah, you're careful, and it's annoying. Oh, yeah. You know, and you don't appreciate your finger being normal until it's cut. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that, it's not just an analogy. It happens so many times. I mean, that really gives me a greater appreciate, makes me appreciate things like that. And we wouldn't normally appreciate until it's gone or hurt or stuff like that. And that's that's a huge part of the attitude of gratitude. Um, you're going to do attitude of gratitude, do it all the way. You know, don't just say thank you a bunch of times a day. 
Go deeper than that. Go as deep as you can, as many times as you can throughout the day. You know, why would you do less? If every second is contributing to your future, why would you do less? Boom. That's beautiful. I like that. Really, really nice. Yeah. It's funny how we develop these things over time and we learn to appreciate things, which is a good, it's a really good thing. Why don't we stick with it? I mean, we do. Like, like, I, we, we kind of talk about these things in a black or white way, and they're not black or white. I mean, yeah. to a certain gray way, we do tend to come back to them. But, but why do we have so much trouble coming back to it? I think as humans, we're always looking to grow. So if we stay stagnant in certain areas, we just feel like we got to go bigger or more or better. Mm. And same thing with flavors. The flavor is delicious when you first have it, but then it fades away. You kind of get used to it. Flavor didn't go mm-hmm. anywhere. I mean, it did a little bit because saliva and you know, stuff, but it, you just got used to it. And just like your car was the bomb when you first got it, but now it's just another car. Mm-hmm. And your house was the bomb when you got it. You just, we get used to it because it kind of, it's the same thing. And the same equals stagnant. Yeah. And, you know, there is no stagnant as long as there's time because as time moves forward, you, if you're still there, you you if you're now behind. So so it's like, I think deep down in our subconscious that that's embedded, and so it filters out through all of our thoughts, Very and that's good, yeah. that really can be a curse, you know, to some people. I like the way you said that. Everybody at some point. (laughs) Well, yeah, because while we're we we live, we're living in this world of contrast, and stuff happens. We're dealing with it as it goes along. But I think you're right. It's the dissection of the human psyche that leads you to. I'm not going to say permanent solutions, but solutions that will autopilot throughout the day, like the ones Mm -hmm. I've implemented. They're pretty dang good, and I'm happy I got them. Cause I'm too lazy to do them myself. I need them to be. <laughs> I need them to be right where they are, and let's let's get better at them. Uh, wake up more often. Wake up right now and just feel the room. And being present, I'm thankful to be here with you doing this. You know, that is a powerful thing. That's something that I realized also. We don't talk about as much as we could, um, and I was noticing it in boot camp too. Um, boot camp is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff to get out of it. Uh, but it's an interesting kind of a paradox because the name of it is Taya Bootcamp. Taya stands for Trust Your Abundance. And like most methodologies, like most modalities where we're trying to learn how to apply this thing and work on how to apply it to our own lives, we're, we're focusing on all the stuff that uh, was giving us trouble and, and here's how it's helping us out and so on and so forth. But we don't actually tend to spend, tend to spend a whole lot of time talking about the abundance part. <laughs> which is kind of odd when you think about it, especially since in that case, it's actually in the title. But then it's not just uh, tie, it's, it's, it's all over the place. We, we want to get into this place of feeling good so that we can have the lives that we want, but we don't spend a lot of time talking about those lives. We don't spend a lot of time talking about what it would feel like to be in that place. You just mentioned uh, kind of in, in a tangential way how you like to Take a moment each, you know, periodically throughout the day and, and get into that feeling mode. And that's wonderful. That's a good thing. But why don't we talk about what that feeling is actually about? What do we, what, what's it, what's it going to take for us to say, well, for me, that, that abundance feeling is when my software is done and 
it's actually out there and people are buying it up and now all of a sudden this money's coming in and now I've got a level of freedom I didn't have before and I'm using that freedom to go travel more with my wife and we're actually doing conferences and we're we're actually building programs to help more and more people I mean that's the abundance side you know what's you know what's the depressing downside about every single thought you have is that at the at the end of the day it's just a fairy tale and it's going to lose to the current moment. You're coming back here. And I think that's part of it. A lot of people I know, a lot of people I talk to, and clients and stuff like that, they don't want to see that. I mean, I guess in the deep down inside they do, but to picture for me to ask someone to envision themselves at a cruise, it's kind of like they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. They'll fight you on it even. They'll and they, they know that at the end they're going to be right back here. And they know that, secondly, the worst monster they've ever met, their ego is going to step up and say, no, you can't. What are the chances? Have you ever done that before? And so they're like, yo, if it's such a negative place, I'm not even going to go there. You know, and and that I think that's why people don't want to live in that space. But if that's the case, which it is, the ego's going to do what it do. Find a way around it, you know, find different ways to play make believe. And, and if you have to force it, force it. And by force it, I mean, if you're going to picture yourself with the Bahamas and the ego kicks in and says, what if, what if, what if you kick it to a side, shoo it away like a child's antics, not like a heavyweight boxer, mm-hmm. shoo it away like a dog that's just barking while you're trying to watch the football game and then move back to your scenario. Get back yes. to it. And that's, that's the key part. And then stay there, live there. You got to trick the ego. Ask yourself questions. How would it feel to be in the Bahamas? How would it feel to be in the Bahamas with unlimited money? Your brain's going to answer that question. The ego's going to shut up and let it get answered. Now you've just felt good and wanted to see of being in the Bahamas with unlimited money. You know, and that's, but it's going to take more than one time doing it, obviously. Too much is given, much is tested, but it's definitely a foundational how, uh, piece of how I do it. That's how I be doing everything. I love that. It's interesting, too, that you mentioned the Bahamas in the Caribbean, uh, because Neville Goddard, who talked about assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled, his family came from Barbados. Nice. And actually, his, his remains are buried on, on Barbados. And that's the that, feeling, feeling is the secret, right? Feeling is the secret. That's one of his books, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You about him. I, was, I had a list of five books that I want to yeah. get through. I got through the first three. Uh, the Science of Getting Rich, The Power of Your Subconscious, and Just Ask the Universe. And I got Neville Goddard, Feeling is uh, feeling is the Secret, and uh, Ask and is Given. By oh, Abraham Hicks. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. my list. So he's on, he, that's right. That's the next right there. But, but, but Neville really had it. I mean, he, he simplified it down to just one thing. Create a little scene in your mind about what the end result is once you finally get the thing that you're looking for. What does that feel like? What is the experience like? And he made, uh, I, I don't remember if it was in Feeling is the Secret or one of his other books, but he made the illusion of uh, the difference between seeing yourself climbing a ladder and seeing yourself actually walking up to the ladder and walking up the rungs of the ladder with your hands up the sides of the ladder. It's a two yeah. different ways of feeling it. One's more of a distant feeling. The other one's a hands-on, I'm in the middle of it kind of feeling. Um, and, and he was only teaching just just try to get into the feeling of the end result. Of course, the real challenge is trying to get ourselves into the regular place of not just experiencing the end result, but experiencing all of it. The continuous, oh, ongoing key. experience. That's the key. 
If I'm going to go to the Bahamas, I picture myself sitting on the elevator, waiting, walking down the hallway. I'm picturing as many different ins and outs of what's going to happen mm-hmm. as I can. And it seems to draw me there faster. Right. Mind you, I've never been to the Bahamas. COVID kind of messed all that up. Uh, my first dental convention was actually, like I said, it was, it's always done on cruises called Smiles at Sea. Um, it was supposed to be at the Bahamas, but COVID came and shook stuff up <laughs> <laughs> the way only COVID could have done. <laughs> it was very good at it. But does that stop you from going back and revisiting that feeling? Heck no, man. That is just awesome. Any chance I get, what stops me is all the chatter, mm. you know? And um, even though the chatter, you know, and then my chatter is good. I've got a program to be, I'm in a good place, but it's still chatter. It's still yeah. taking me away from envisioning myself winning this belt next week. You know, the chatter, you know, so it's like, even even if it's not bad, it's still, I still could be putting my eggs in, you know, like I always say drops of water in different flower pots. I'm still putting my drops of water in flower pots that I should that I should be putting them in a different flower pot, but <laughs> it was meant to happen the way it happened. All I can do is learn, go forward, and spend. Yeah, we're all doing the best we can at any given time. Spend my next moments, yeah, whatever headspace I want, I want to be in. I do know that the more time that I spend trying to imagine that end result, trying to put myself feeling wise, and I don't always get there, but. That doesn't stop me from trying the next time. Mm-hmm. I still try to do it the next time and the next. The more that I do that, an interesting thing happens. The more I build out the scene. Have you experienced that? Like the first time I create a, a, a scene in my mind, and it's a really short scene, lasts about five seconds, which is what Neville taught. It has to be just a very short thing. And he taught it, just play it over and over again. But I find myself, I, I, I don't know, I think it's because I have a, a doer's mind, right? I'm constantly expanding and looking at different stuff and coming up with new things and new ideas. So I, it's not enough for me to come up with that final scene. I have to start building that scene out, both yeah. in, the, in the reverse direction where it came from and also the forward direction where it's going to. I want to task you with something. Okay. If you haven't already done it, because you probably have, well, you definitely have, but dialogue. The conversations that are had, mm, have those yes. conversations, have those conversations. I like remember, that. Remember, these are best case scenario conversations. This is you, you know, handing the wife a million dollars like, yo, happy birthday. This remember is the dream. Money. This is the big yeah. dream. Don't have the dialogue. Honey, I got a surprise for you. Give her the envelope, whatever the situation. Go through the, yo, be there, be there. That's how you really water them seeds. Be there. So adding dialogue is huge. For one, up here, you want to put a 10x on that, get yourself a quiet spot, say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> say something, saying stuff out loud. It's a game changer. It's an amplifier. It's a beast. Why, why, why do you think it is so much more powerful? Why is it such an amplifier to say it out loud? I think I think when you're saying it, you're blocking out a lot of the voices that could be behind other voices. Ah. Where thinking it and the ego's trying to kick in and then your subconscious is you got all these things come come fighting each other. Whereas when you say it, you're like setting all that down or most of it down and you're just out with it. Out with it. But I I can't help but feel that there's something else. There's something else within that process. 
that just rocks it home for you. I think there is something else. And, and you're right. I, I, have, I would have trouble answering my own question. What makes the difference? I'm not really sure. But there is a difference. There is definitely a difference when you say it out loud. It's almost like you're making it more real for yourself when you say it out loud. Like you believe it better because you said it rather than just thought it. Thought it, it's easier to dismiss the, the, the thought. Saying it, well, that took some time. That took some energy to do that. How about this? That, when you say it out loud, it kind of feels like, the first time you say it out loud, it kind of feels like the first official time that this idea is making it into the physical realm. And that's mm-hmm. a huge step. I, I think it might have something to do with that. And every time you say it out loud, you feel like you're contributing. Because it's getting, you know, the seat is getting watered. You're thinking about it a lot in your mind, and it's still on the imaginary side, the side you don't want it to be on. Mm-hmm. You, know, you want it to be on the physical side of things. So yeah. every contribution you can to put it into the physical side, even starting with just your voice, I think that might be it. I think that might be the strong, you know, because that's energy. You know, you're, you're literally teleporting from just a dream to its first form of physicality, which is, uh, you know, the voice, the passion. And then you just keep saying it. And then it's just like there. I think there's another piece, too, that you just cued in my mind by saying what you just said, because I love what you just said. The, the, uh, the, the second piece that I'm thinking of is when you speak it, there's a phrase, you speak it into reality, right? Mm-hmm. And that speaking it into reality, I think what it helps to do is actually fill in the gaps of that, that image you were trying to create in that end scene. Because we are humans who work with a brain that doesn't actually create full detailed images. It creates constructed images, you know, little, has little pieces of, of image yeah. that are what we associate with whatever that image is. But the more detail that we fill in, the more real the image becomes. And I suspect that's what the process you're describing, that talking it into existence does. It fills in the details. It makes the details stand out more. It gives more detail. It gives more, it gives a better sense of reality to the thing. Because you also mentioned something else interesting. You mentioned how we do tend to doubt that the thing is going to come because it hasn't actually come yet. So we kind of get all caught up in that, that realm. Funny thing happens over time, though. The more that you do these exercises, the less important that end result is in terms of whether it's shown up yet. Yeah. Early on, it feels like <laughs> still you're just lying to yourself. After a while, it becomes more like a game of, I'm just going to see if I can imagine this thing. I don't really care whether it's shown up yet. Can I imagine it now? Yeah. Can I win this mental battle? Yeah. But you know what? That And it's the pride in that win that drives me. If you're not really that interested in working on self because you got a big project at work and such and such is happening at home, you might not feel it as much. But I encourage everybody to, to, to get to that point where they're like, it makes you feel good. To win these little mental battles, these little mental struggles where the ego steps in and you guys have your little clash and you come out on top. Those, those, enough of those produce a better life regardless of what toys you get. That's right. Because you're just happier. You're just happier. And so go get that. That's free. You don't got to go on a bus. You don't got to catch a plane and do nothing. That's free. Go get that right up in here. And that builds the momentum, by the way. That momentum we were talking about, that shift toward the direction that we want the stuff to go, that builds that momentum to the point where it actually becomes easier to fill in those details. The details come easier. And, I, and as they become easier, 
it, it's almost like you feel like you're, you just took a step closer and you can't say why. Like, or it just took a step closer to you, whichever way you want to look at it. But it, it just got closer and it just got more real. Yeah, it just got more real. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is what happens. The more you focus on this stuff, the more that stuff gets real. It feels more real. It's because we're giving it our energy, man. We're giving it, we we're giving it real energy. And then it's just, it's like, it's like fading into picture. I was experiencing that with the, with the software project. I, because I was one of the things that I always have gotten myself kind of tied up in knots about in the past with any kind of adventure is when it gets to the point where the venture starts to reach a, you know, the launch date or whatever is the, the reality date for you. And the big fear is, well, I have a launch date and nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. Another way to look at the same situation is, is the big dream. Well, what, what if it actually comes out bigger than what you want? Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. that's what I found was happening with the software dream just in the last day or two, all of a sudden my, it's almost like that ego mind was doing what you were talking about earlier. It was convincing me that it was going to be a bigger launch than I thought. Nice. That's nice. pretty cool when that happens. <laughs> and, and for me, what's worked the best for me, and I, and I totally forgot about this for a while. I'm so glad you said it. Uh, Cause I might be needing it coming up in the next couple of days. <laughs> um, you know, surprisingly, I have it. That's dope. I like that. Um, but no, but what if it did? Because you know it's so consistent in the days leading up to the launch date uh, that you're going to get that little eh, and you just hit it with that. But what if it did? What if what it did? If it but what if it catch it right in its tracks? But what if it did? Yeah. And then your mind, once again, is going to answer that question. That's right. What if it did? Then blah, 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 blah. Now, you know, nice thing you know, you're smiling, feeling all good up in here. And that's what you want. That's what you want. <laughs> that's where the beauty happens. That's where the great stuff happens. And yeah, you know what? That's just the feeling part of it. That's just living happy in the days up until, as opposed to being stressed. Then the results come. Not surprisingly, because you just got the, the win, stress win. And, the, and the resistance out of the way. It's just, it's a win, win, win. I, I don't, it's... We gotta get the rest of the world on this wall. We gotta do this quick. I can't see how people, some people, just not getting it. But we about to. We about oh, to they're gonna it. get. They, they, they're gonna. The ones who are ready for it are gonna find us. Mm-hmm. That, that that already happens. You know that happens with your summit. People show up just because they need to show up, and they can't even tell you why necessarily. They just know that they needed to. Well, it's because you're living the life. You're living the dream. Soon you live that dream. They're gonna find you. I think. I think the revolution or whatever you want to call it, where everybody transitions to, you know what? I think it's just better if I try to be positive about things. I think the revolution of the world, when, when that, I think that's coming, man. I think that's coming. I, I think it's already happening. Oh, no, it's definitely already happening, but I mean the switchover to where it, you're, you, it's noticeable mm-hmm. in policies and rules and regulations and like when the world literally just changed. <laughs> I think that's coming way faster than uh, a lot of people think right, I'm ready for it. I've been prepared for it for a while. Well, thank you for helping to, to, to discuss Endgame. That's what I'm calling this part. Thanks for like you know taking us through through Endgame. That's really been great. I really appreciate that so much. Yeah, and I appreciate what you give to this too because you give a lot. Just trying one day at a time. Man. Yeah, one day at a time. That's what we do. So thank you much. Thank you, live streamers. Thank you, especially to podcast listeners everywhere around the world. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.